So I've been thinking a lot about how best to communicate. And I think I've come to this conclusion that I've always wanted to like share so much and also just wanted to have someone to talk to (laughs) that wasn't myself in my own head. So like cue podcasts and speaking to people who inspire me and who I've learned from and who I've um, been connected to and who I want to learn from. And then also this idea of just like solo podcasting. And I think through my journey, if you followed like my healing journey as it has evolved and my business journey through Box and Flow and um, learning how to like what I call live young and which means to me like love yourself. But really living young means like wellness holistically from the inside out, how we feed ourselves, how we fuel ourselves, how we move ourselves, how we speak to ourselves and uh just wanted to start the conversation. So I'm going to start right now, June 30th, 2022. Uh, A couple things on my mind, like (sighs) I felt like ungrounded this morning because I was meant to go to Telluride and meet my family, but my brother got COVID and I really wanted to see my one-year-old niece. Um, And she, my one-year-old niece, baby Kay, Kennedy Adele Young, named after my grandmother, Honey, has uh her existence has given me like severe baby fever but I'll get to that anyways couldn't go to Colorado yesterday or Tuesday as planned because my brother got COVID so I was just going to meet my mom and tell your ride and she had all these people to deal with so the decision wasn't clear until like this morning and we were still going back and forth like should we go should we not go and it was annoying to think of like all of these people in the mix and all of this indecision and um it made me feel really ungrounded. We finally got to this, this uh, conclusion of like, no, because we looked at the weather and it was kind of shitty, 58% of a chance of rain and a quick four days. And that's all bullshit excuses. But regardless, we decided not to. So I laced up my sneakers and I went for a run because I kind of wanted to get back into my body because all of this thinking back and forth, should we, shouldn't we, it takes us out of our physicality, out of our feeling and into our thinking. And thinking to me, living in my mind has never been like clear. It's not grounded. There's no intuition. Um, it's it's really in like that rationality in our head. And I wouldn't be, I didn't want to be there. So for as long as I know, I've been moving myself physically to get back into my body. So I put my sneakers on. I went for a run. Beautiful day in Austin, but like 97 degrees, no clouds in the sky. Still gorgeous. Um, I don't mind the heat um, for the most part. I grew up in Miami Beach. Anyways, I go for a run. And I find that sometimes when I'm feeling really ungrounded um, and like not super clear, I drop my plans, fuck the plans, and I get myself lost, sort of go a different way. Like this idea of making magic out of monotony, you know, you could run the trail every day or you could run into the neighborhoods and see beautiful homes and not worry about how you're going to get where you need to go. And I planned on going to yoga And then at some point I looked up and I'm like, wow, the houses are beautiful, but where the fuck am I? So thank God for iPhone, took out the map, um, took the long route home, but got back. And um, just as a reminder of like, we're not lost, we're just learning. And all of the fucking plans that we have and all the expectations we put on plans, they're not real. You know, I've said for years, the perfect plans are perfectly unpredictable. We get so wrapped up in the plans, in the planning, in the mind space that we so often forget, like, do we even want to do these things? 
How do we feel about these things? And then when our plans get derailed, we're so disappointed. So fuck the plans. It all worked out. Went for a run, got lost, found my way home. Always find my way home. Sometimes it takes longer than usual. And um, met myself in my yoga mat. And it was interesting because as soon as I get out of my head and get back into my body, into my breath, I was sweating like a banshee. Um, But I stopped thinking. And it was in that space between the space between the breaths, the space between the postures, even like in just stillness, that clarity, like just like flooded through me, like shit, this is so clear. This is what I want to do. It's not necessarily like licensing box and flow or scaling all over the world or blah, blah, blah. I want to keep speaking truth. I want to keep writing. I want to use my voice. I want to tell my stories. I want to connect people. I want to say things that people might be feeling but are afraid to share. I want to talk about my intimacy diaries, my relationship troubles, um, how I eat, how I move. Like, am I that like special no fuck no I'm just a human with human experiences but I think that um I've done a lot of things in a way that like some have been fueled by fear that has held me back and a lot of gravitas that has pushed me forward and I'm not afraid to try things and I think when I start getting afraid to try things it's when I get lost so I have to come back to me so a few examples in there right like learning not lost fucking the plans, uh, trusting ourselves, getting back into our body. And um, on my run this morning, to go full circle, I ran into a sign that said, sad girl summer. So let's talk about it. Roe versus Wade overturned made me really fucking sad, made me really fucking mad. And um, man, I think about this often, but like, I've talked about trauma. I've talked about sexual assault. I've talked about rape. Um, when I heard the news the other day, I was all but like just shook, just completely frozen. And the only thing I knew how to do when I get into that space is again, move myself, get back into my body, go hit a heavy bag, go find my yoga flow, go get in into my sneakers, find my feet running this morning again, the sign sad girl summer. And I'm thinking about Roe versus Wade. And when I heard the news last week the only thing I knew how to do what to do the only thing that was clear to me was teach go teach a class go get back into your body go feel inspired how you've inspired go flow through the fight find ease through resistance move move yourself and uh as I ran this morning was after I got La Coulomb coffee with my boyfriend and uh for a moment I was thinking about New York and missing New York and missing box and flow Because box and flow to me was way more than, you know, a boxing concept. It was a trance-like feeling. It was breath work. It was energy. It was movement. It was inspiration. It was empowerment. It's it's what healed me. It's what uh, kept me alive for all of these years, waking up with PTSD, post-traumatic stress disorder, um, feeling alone in the world, feeling small and unheard, feeling unseen, um, depressed borderline suicidal at times box and flow well before it was a business it was just my practice get up go to yoga go to boxing get back into my body get out of my mind and um as I thought a lot about both Roe versus Wade and box and flow and what I'm going to do 
in my future, how I'm going to spend every day, how I'm going to create a mark on this world. You know, I'm left with this idea of like the power of box and flow, the power of flowing through the fight of teaching resilience. Because ultimately, whether it's in a room with boxing bags or not, whether it's in a space or not, whether it's um, with gloves on or not, it's a lesson in resilience and how quickly we can bounce back and how quickly we can find ease through resistance. You know, just as I did this morning after a little bit of tumult and making decisions of travel plans or not. But Box and Flow allows me to flex the muscle that is um, shut down to like turned on, that is like not breathing to breathing fluidly, that is fighting into dancing. It's like that flow-like state, that trance-like feeling, that dance. And um, when I heard the Roe versus Wade overturned, I knew that the only thing for me to do was to teach, was to get back in that mindset, was to get back in that feeling. Granted, it was over Zoom. Nobody else was in Austin, but I felt called to do that. And I feel called to continue sharing my story, the message, and the energy that is flow through the fight, that isn't necessarily confined to just box and flow, just um, a fitness modality, but a way of being, a way of thinking, the only reason I'm still alive. So Roe versus Wade overturned. Man, if any of the multiple times I had been raped had resulted in an unwanted pregnancy and I was forbidden to terminate that, um, I can't imagine that feeling of bringing any of my perpetrators uh, unborn child into this world that would be really 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 fucking hard so sitting with this idea of what this overturned decision means for all of us and for those less fortunate who um, might not be able to find a way to have the access that I potentially would A moment for just a deep breath on that one. Just let that one go. Moving on. <laughs> oh, going back quickly to this idea of like this indecision from this morning, all of these people involved in making a decision to travel. Um, some of those people involved were my parents. And it sort of brought me to this idea of like the delineation between like not being a child anymore. I know I haven't been a child for some time, but, you know, letting people have their experience without, without making it your own. Like, just because my parents were juggling, you know, my sister-in-law and, and she's pregnant and my niece and my brother with COVID and their decision to stay or to go and how they're going to travel. Like, all of that indecision and cloudiness, um, I allowed it to sort of cloud my own judgment and when I was on the phone with a client this morning on life coach call we were speaking about the same things about how to sort of protect yourself and have really strong boundaries so that you're not affected by other people's energy and I think that's kind of like the game of life how to stay steady and grounded without reacting to other people's experiences um but I felt that today of like my parents need to do what they need to do I need to do what I need to do and um as long as I stay steady in my own two feet, I can make the decisions that are best for me. And in my most recent intimacy diary, I wrote about this idea of home and how my 
definition of that has changed, especially in my relationship when like my boyfriend is, you know, now more so the person I go to, more so my home, as well as like my really close girlfriends and of course my family too. But, you know, that, that shifts when we, when we shift and in that, my beautiful boyfriend, (laughs) my next thought is men, men are like puppies. They love to pet, be pet and scratched and fed and play and fucked. They like to fight and they also like to be left alone to just lay they don't like to be overheated. When I think about puppies, I think about my puppies in Florida who love coming in from a walk and just laying on the cold tile. <laughs> uh, when I think about my boo, I think about how he likes to be pet and fed and fucked and cuddled and um, he likes to lay and he just likes love. He, uh, he's a sweetie like that. But it's funny when I think about the difference, the duality of male and female and how we are human, but we have different needs. Um, and it's an interesting thing, really, this idea of Mother Nature and how, you know, Adam and Eve and we procreate and we make babies. And, but really, like, we're really different. Men and women are really different. Not to bring in gender roles, but I won't. But just in that delineation of... of um, our, our scientific makeup, our biology, it's different. Um, which brings me to my next thought. Uh, and what I brought up earlier about my baby niece, baby K, who really has given me this baby fever. I'd never felt it so deeply before until I started spending time with my beautiful baby niece. And I'm of the age of the age of like wanting to procreate and create a family and have children. And I've never felt that want so deeply until I have lately. And um, as I've talked about and written about in my own journey, in my own healing journey of like unearthing a lifetime of pretty intense sexual trauma and some of that trauma being related to my period and um, being defamed when I was you know, newly adolescent, just gotten my period, um, and years prior and in other ways. But when you're a victim of sexual assault, when you're a victim of rape, your, your body gets thrown off course, your psyche gets thrown off course, um, your body shuts down in a lot of ways. So for me, my reproductive system has severely, um, it's been compromised as a result of the sexual trauma and through psychedelic assisted therapy and integration therapy, I've um, unearthed a lot of these situations and have worked through them. And then with functional medicine doctor have been supplementing and, you know, bringing my body back to homeostasis in tandem with my mind to rewire myself so that my body moves um, as it is meant to be. Its systems are all working steadily. But with that, my reproductive system has um, been compromised. And since I've been a teenager, my, my period was never really regular as a result of trauma and then birth control and then eating disorder and then um, never really feeling safe because of the PTSD. So a lot of what I'm working through right now is just like to really re-inhabiting the vessel that carries me. And 
among the work that I do with that is energy healing with um, a woman I've worked with for over a year and a half who's really changed my life. He's also training me in NDA and shamanism and, and, and energy work, which is profound in so many ways. But um, I had a session two days ago and um, I came in with the intention of like really reconnecting to my vessel and really um, getting my ovaries back, in, back intact because when I moved into my apartment with my boyfriend about six months ago, my system was on and off and on and off. And um, because a lot of the remnants of PTSD have, have left me like wanting to be in control of everything, in the feminine psyche cycle, the female is the yin, it's the flow, it's the moon. That's why we have moon cycles. The male is the masculine, the control. And we both have this duality, the fight and the flow. Um, but I am a woman biologically and I want to be in my flow more. I want to be in my creative flow more. I want to be um, in that dance as opposed to the control, as opposed to the perfectionist. And when I get into this control, um, like personality, if you will, or this need to fixate on everything and perfect everything part of what happens is that my body goes into this idea that it's not safe and so there is no flow and so often if you're a woman listening or if you're a male and you are around women our cycles get thrown off really easily when um when we uh are off off kilter so a lot of my experience to date has been trying to reprogram my cycle because like through functional medicine, my diet's perfect, blood work is perfect, blah, blah, blah. It's really just this idea of like safety, homeostasis so that my body can flow as normal. So I had a session with my woman two days ago and I went in with the intention of like, can we like reintegrate my ovaries and get everything just working? Um, in the past, during a medicine session with MDMA and psilocybin, I recalled a pretty severe memory of when I was 13, 14 and just newly getting my period and um, assaulted, unfortunately, pretty violently. And it was while I had my period. And at the time, the person, the perpetrator, called me a dirty Jew. And I had a lot of fear and shame around my period. A lot of fear and shame around um, human biology, about really owning my feminine cycle, which is a beautiful thing that, you know, we bleed once a month and that's part of being a woman. So my session with her name is Christina was really about like energetically pulling up all this fear, all of this shame, blowing it out of my body, this trauma, releasing it so that my body can flow as it is meant to. And um, it was wild. I mean, pure energy, no medicine, just energy. And I felt like pain in my ovaries, in my womb. My vagina twitched like wild. My body shook. A lot of what happens when you are releasing trauma from your body is like shaking, tremors, because you have muscle memory. And if you're familiar with the book, Your Body Keeps the Score, um, it speaks a lot to what we hold on to. So imagine for 45 minutes pulling up memories, blowing them out, um, not under any medicine, purely through energy 
and with the intention of reconnecting to my womb, to my ovaries, to my vagina, um, releasing the trauma. And uh, I am learning the art of this energetic function through this end and mysticism shamanism it is different than reiki it is deeper than anything i've ever experienced um it is profound and i am very focused on learning the art of healing as i have been healed so we'll see <laughs> what happens with my body but i want to be ready to have a child because um i know that i am meant to so that was really, really beautiful. And in that, and speaking to energy and body and wellness and fueling and feeling, um, a lot of this has to do with diet too. You know, I, I'm very active. I've been an athlete for years, even though I've never seen myself as that. But um, so much of my healing has been on a daily, like daily basis, getting back into my body physically through movement. And for so long, you know, I uh, probably underfed, over-exercised, you know, go in and out of like, I want to be vegan. I like vegetables more. And like my digestive system was always like unpredictable in that way because I was eating a lot of raw vegetables. And for years, Dr. Gabrielle Lyon, who's incredible, and she actually just launched her podcast, check her out. But she's sort of like this, um, she believes in like protein medicine and she works with high achievers and um like seal six seal team six incredible people anyways she's been telling me for probably almost a decade now that my body is meant to eat mostly protein and my father my family's in the meat business so i was a vegetarian naturally till i was 23 probably to rebel but um i go in and out of spurts of like protein no protein fatty fish blah, blah, blah. And, and these stories that I tell myself as opposed to really feeling into my body. And I've never felt more at home in my body through all of this work. But that is to say that I've been really focused on just foc- on, on eating high protein. By that, I mean like sardines, rotisserie chicken, less red meat, but um, canned fish, uh, salmon, at some point, my functional medicine doctor, Caleb Greer, did my blood work, and he told me I had the highest omega-3s he had ever seen. So I'm doing the work. But also in that, like, I do eat carbs. So I eat, I love having savory oatmeal. I love having savory oatmeal in the morning. So I either um, use chicken stock in my oats, or I do some coconut amino acids, some sea salt, And um, I also love making white sticky rice, sort of in the like version of risotto, so it gets really creamy. I found that the more that I slow down, the more that I ground in, the more that my body tells me exactly what it's hungry for. Sometimes that's protein, sometimes it's carbs. Again, on days that I move more, move less, when I'm tired, um, our bodies have all the answers. I've I've been saying forever, everything we need is inside. And that was very um, true for me in my information regarding trauma and my traumatic memories, but also just like on the day-to-day level of like, do you want to move? Yes. How do I want to move? High intensity? No. Tired? Oh, okay. You know, I think that we so often reach outside of ourselves for answers. For for ages, I've been leaning on healers and shamans and fortune tellers and, you know, magical cards and, you know, horoscopes to tell me what I need when like actually it's 
all within us. So like I always tell my coaching clients, like wake up, check in. How am I feeling? What am I hungry for? How do I want to move today? Who do I want to spend my time with? How do I want to spend my time? Like we all have this optionality, this sovereignty to choose ourselves first and then go from there. And I think that in this idea of like how to live young, I want to share my lessons that I've learned. Also, like when I talk about recipes and food stuff, you know, how I fuel myself and it can be delicious and nutritious with very low cost and very little time. Um, how I move myself out of my way, you know, physically, spiritually, mentally, how I uh, connect with friends and also with my lover. Um, You know, I had a question today about intimacy and really sexual intimacy. And I think these things are things we, we don't dig into because they seem scary, but they don't have to be. And they all go into the same bucket of like choosing ourselves first, loving ourselves first, like learn you to love you, to live young. So how I live young, food, wellness, holistic, um, living, finding our way back home when we get lost. We're not lost, we're learning. So happy 4th of July weekend. Happy um, everything. And I hope that you enjoyed this and I hope to do more soon. Signing out. Um, Love always.